gentlemen, welcome to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. Welcome everybody to this episode of Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. My name is Sarah and I am hosting the biggest party of the weekend preview that we've got going on. I hear Shug is out of town, guys. Party! <laughs> I was waiting for like a, 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 a Stacey joke there, but... What comes before part B? Party! Yes, that's it. We are previewing this upcoming weekend. We've got Shug's Who's Party number six. Weekend long event that ICW holds just in, towards the end of July. We bit of housekeeping before I introduce my fanatic panel of ICW fans. I know, right? Make sure you're subscribed on all podcast platforms. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and Android. Don't know how many Android we're on, and I'm not going to get into it. Follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Suplex Retweet. Make sure you check out our Facebook community page as well. We're, we're posting articles, shows, and just general chat <coughs> with the rest of the uh, the rest of the community, as we like to call it. Yes, community. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you're also subscribed on like to our newsletter. This should come out every week as well. We've got our website, suplexretweet.com, and that's got literally everything you could ever want from the team. So we've got who's the current champion, we've got features, we've got interviews, we've got our podcast as well, so make sure you check that out. And now to introduce my panel. First up, Viper in her wedding vows once said, come into my garden of love, but I can only imagine what this guy's garden's full of. Hi, Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to know. do not want to know. How are you, Ryan? I'm alright. I was. Uh, have you been saving that up since that first time I was meant to be on a show with you? Then never ever made it. No. No. Promise. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Even before Jeff Jarrett hit Jackie Polo over the head with a guitar, which sparked a need in me to hit this man over the head with a guitar, but it would be a crime against music. It's Ross McLeod. Ah, uh, Sarah. If you had as much charisma as you do nicknames, this show would actually be good. Ouch. <laughs> I was expecting a harsher one, so I had that built up. I do apologise. <laughs> Felt the atmosphere change. Also, don't blame Jeff Jarrett for wanting to smack him across his <laughs> guitar. Also, what did a guitar do to anyone? Do you not blame the guitar? <laughs> Next up, if you've seen this man dance, even the anti-fun police would not do anything because it's just too much of a case to handle. It is Scott McLeod. I've never claimed to be a good dancer, so I'm not very independent. <laughs> Next up. It was last year when the wee man confirmed that it's actually a cobra in Viper's entrance video. Now I'm going to follow that and rectify an animal of my own. It is the big pussy, Alan McClucas. <laughs> oh, oh my god. <laughs> Hi, Alan. <laughs> Luckily, I like chasing pussy. My <laughs> So I'll let you off with that. How are you, Alan? I was fine of you. Have you seen you? <laughs> No comment. <laughs> Coming up next on my panel, this person's timekeeping is the only thing rivaled with ICW actually opening their doors on time. It's Stacey <laughs> I was not the last person here. I know you were. <laughs> I'd just like to point that out. And you were on time. Exactly. I know. I'm getting better. <laughs> well, you're you're getting better than ICW. It's fine. And finally, the fact that this man's queue jumping has continued to happen is just as shocking as DC2T's world title win last year. It is Quacko. What the? <laughs> <laughs> I 
accusations? I'm, I'm gonna plead the fifth on that one, actually. You've been noted on it several times. I've, I've got some people that like me, so... Screw you, all. Yeah, and it's not the people you've got. I'm going to charge them for the pleasure of eating you. You've got people who like you. None of them are in this room. What? <laughs> <laughs> Get me started on your Scotland. I can't even say much because I usually say it's quite a space in the queue, so I can't really say Thank much. You. I can't actually say anything about that. So, yes, how are we excited for Shug's who's party? Yeah. Yeah! Yeah! More excited for the split rose and quackers the night before, but I'm not getting to that. <laughs> Remember, bring towels. Yes. <laughs> I need to ask a question. Quacko, is this spit roast, is this literally food or sexual? <laughs> it's open to interpretation. I'll be buying the Nutella. There is genuinely going to be meat served, but what kind of meat? I'll leave that up to your interpretation. Right. It could be any, remember, no kinky, no party. I'm a big fan of the pork. Right, before we get off talk, topic about the spit roasting that he's got planned for the weekend. <laughs> ESSR after dark. Oh, you can catch that up. Red button, everybody. <laughs> now, over Shug's House Party this coming weekend, there's a staggering 17 matches that are going on over the two Ooh. nights. It's, it's huge. So, we're going to kick off with night one, and we're going to kick off with The Purge versus the personification of destruction, the POD. Quacker, I'll come to you since you're a big, big fan of POD, actually. Yes. I like them. Yes. Are you sure, Quacker? I was caught off guard there. And <laughs> uh, no, big fans of them, especially. It's just the whole dynamic of it. It's a team that really should have worked, but when you get them all together, the wee man hyping them up, Rampage Brown, and both Ashton being the absolute destruction forces that they are, and their chemistry is just second to none and amazing. They're two time tag team champions, and I just love how they turn up. Unexpected, raise hell, leave, done. Sayonara. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> Ross, now you're, you've actually interviewed the Purge in the past, so yes. what, what is your views coming into this match? I like Purge, they're like big bruiser tag teams. They just look like two guys that drink in a pub, you get to tell, don't go in there, it's a bear pit. <laughs> they, look like two, they look like the guys that run that on a Saturday night. And obviously, as Quacko mentioned, the POD shouldn't work, but just when it's all together, it's just a big bruiser tag team. So I, I just want a big brawl on Saturday. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think that'll be absolutely quality. Ryan, now Quacker's already mentioned the wee man will probably no doubt accompany POD to the ring. Now he has influenced a lot of decisions in the matches with um, trying to attack referees, <laughs> trying to be in the operative you know, phrase. Um, but do you think the purge will bring in, you know, Wolfgang or BT Gun? Because neither of them two are actually scheduled to face off against anybody on night one. I think you could see it. I wouldn't personally. I wouldn't like to see it happen. I'd like them to just have a kind of straight match. I think with the the, the thing with the wee man is when it comes out with with POD, the fact that they are not here that often, I feel like they they do kind of need him to to hype up their matches. Otherwise, they just come in as you know guys that've been away for a few months for a one-off match. It doesn't really sell it properly. Whereas he brings it. I don't think the parts need that. I think they can just go out and they'll do what they do. He might get involved, but as you said, he's been quite unsuccessful recently, so I don't know if he played that much of a part in the end. It's still hilarious when he gets battered, though. Oh, it's great. 
Alan, now your view on the wee man. Now I know that you're actually like a, bit, a big fan. Yes, I am. Um, so what do you see maybe probably happening? Do you think he's going to get attacked or do you think he's going to run through the crowd? Well, I'd love to run through the crowd, but I don't see that happening. I think, I think he's going to get attacked. And I'm really hoping, I don't know, I really hope it's Sean who's the ref and Sean just lays him out. <laughs> so if you're listening, Sean, leather them for me. <laughs> I mean, no. you can't forget, you also do have technically Thomas Cairns as the vigilante referee, and if you remember two years ago when he tried it, <laughs> maybe maybe he could get some vindication from the couple of years before. I, I think he's better because Sean and the wee man are more close in height. <laughs> so, it's not saying Sean's a wee man. The wee man's a wee man, but Sean is a wee man. Wee man, wee man. But, yeah, it's because they're closer in height and build. I think it's funny if Sean just knocks him out. Perfect. Scott? Yes. We quick you on your, your view, just like... Two hard-hitting teams. Yes. It can't, it can't end pretty, can it? No, probably not. I'm glad to see the POD back in tag action because we've seen them in singles matches ever since Square Go. I believe it's the first match in ICW with a tag team. Mm-hmm. Since the Square Go, they both had unsuccessful attempts at taking the world title. But uh, I'd like to see them again as a team. And it's a weird person. I didn't think this is where the purge would be on this card because they won King of Honours along with BT Guns. So you think maybe they would try and go for a title so they would feature into the match we'll get <coughs> on night two but I mm-hmm. uh, still think it'll be a good match because like they're both hard hitting teams I would have taken them as a third in the TLC match personally yeah well they do technically have a championship opportunity mm-hmm. either B the Purge or BT can cash in for an opportunity of its own as a single title that hasn't been confirmed as of yet but I'm going to go around the panel I'm going to get all your predictions for the night ahead so Kwaku Purge POD yeah POD for me Stacey? Um, I'm a big fan of both, not a big fan of the bad company that the Purge are keeping. Oh. <laughs> um, but I think I'm going to have to choose POD. Big fan of both, but I'm going to squeak the Purge. It's got to be POD, can't see them getting beat. Can I put an outdoor prediction? BT gone to accompany the Purge, Kez Evans to cost the Purge. <gasps> Stacey's eyes lit up there. <laughs> hey, I'm going with Purge simply because they won King of Honours, so I keep them strong. Yeah, no, I think um, I would like I would like to think Purge would win, but I for some reason think I do think POD will probably walk away with it, but I, I want Purge too. <laughs> it's kind of go with your heart or your head, and this time mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to go with my heart. There's no half measures when it comes to the ESSL title in this sweep. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> I'm going to have to keep a close eye on everything. Sorry, who's the champion again? Derek. Derek. Alright. Forgot. Sorry, Derek. <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> I was going to open his roster and you see a cash in here, but alright. The crowd goes wild. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> now, one of, the, one of the actual newer matches and like they were announced not too long ago was actually for the ICW Women's World Championship and you've got the new champion, Casey, taking on Avel in... How many matches have they had? 14 billion. <laughs> Fifty-five. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, but this time you've got that factor. It is for the world championship. So the, those those two were in a triple threat along with Kaylee Ray, and unfortunately Kaylee dropped the title at our last ICW show. Ryan, going into this, Avil and her what's the word I'm looking for? Development in the past year mm-hmm. has been second to none, hasn't it? Massive. She's come along. I remember the first time I watched her, and I'm quite cynical at times when I see something. I go, no. Not ready, not not for me. <laughs> but looking at that triple threat they had, 
I was actually rooting for her to win it. I was kind of thinking this is a, a good chance, and that's quite a shift in the kind of little time that she's had, kind of having a singles run almost. You know, away from the whole Mikey Whitbush stuff as well. You know, from what she's done up until now, I think she's she's come a long way. I'd love to see her win this. I don't think she will, but I would love to see it. Stacey, now Casey is basically in Miss Shug's Hoots Party. She's had such a good record with her matches at Shug's, including like a very, very quick beat over Kaylee Ray two years ago for the exact same title. Yeah. Do you think she can continue her luck this time? No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a level of analysis. Um, I think it will be it will be as quick as the match against Kaylee Ray. Mm-hmm. But um I think it's going to be a good match, but I think Abel's going to get it. She deserves it. So, yeah. I'm, I'm happy that the title's on the line, because at least that means they've got something their stakes this time around, because for a while it just seemed like they were feuding, but for no real reason. Mm-hmm. It seemed like every other show, like, we're short one one match, I'll stick Casey and Abel together, and like there seemed to be no rhyme or reason for it. And they had that match at France 99, the submission match, that seemed like a perfect blow. And then they had it again back in like June. <laughs> so me personally, I would have rather seen the triple threat on this show because it feels like a bigger match. Mm-hmm. And like you maybe not have Kaylee take the pin. I, I don't know, it seems weird that it seems like almost everybody involved by ICW one way or another is on this car over the two days and yet we don't have Kaylee Ray on it. Mm-hmm. No, that's what I'm, what I'm going to ask. Like, Does anybody think Kaylee might come in and uh, cost Casey this title? No. No. She's no. done with it. She's done with it. She's done with the Women's World Championship. So, yeah, even she never won the match in the first place, I fear, woven until she was forced to, then she made on her own terms. Yeah. I think she's mm-hmm. done. I'm just more disappointed with the way the women's division's been handled recently. It's just a case of. Mm. It was like Viper did so much work to build it up. They had the great match at uh, Fear and Loathing. You know, you had Mark Dallas himself saying, fear and loathing, sometimes the women's match are just thrown on and that's my fault. It's not going to be that way anymore. And it's just a case of, oh, by the way, uh, we need a women's match for night one. Uh, oh, our women's title. Like, the UK title is taking my precedent. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We've actually talked about women in, like, the North region. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That should be up here doing work in ICW. We're still in the same situation when it's the same mm-hmm. people chasing the same thing kind of thing, and that's uh, <laughs> just you know. I think that's the problem. That's what can make things go a bit a bit stale. You look at the, you know, the kind of women and, and fierce females. There's absolutely loads oh, so that, that, that are kicking about. They're mainly the, imports as well. The, like, aye, exactly. So how can they not get brought in for for more matches? You know, rather than just the, the three. <laughs> also, massive shout out to Evil Shins. By the way, for taking on that, that barrier at the last, the last show, yeah. I, was, I was surprised she got back up for that. We've even got two Glasgow based women in Japan touring right now mm-hmm. in Aisha Raymond and Jayla Dark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've seen Jayla Dark at ICW for God knows how long. Even Discovery mm-hmm. as well. Discovery and PBW. Mm-hmm. There was always women featured on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like, when we had Lotomus Roxy come in at the start of the year, she had that match with yeah. Kayleigh in February. And likes of her come in, I think that's the reason why it feels like it's such a breath of fresh air when they get opportunities because other times it just feels like they're doing the same matches yeah. over and mm-hmm. over recently. Well, I think that's where they probably need to expand their women's division. Even just adding two more people just to give it a lot more versatility and it might work. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go over the panel, I'm going to get your predictions for this match because it is a championship match. 
Scott, Evil or Casey? Uh, Casey, she's just won the belt. Casey, she's just won the belt. I'm going to go with my heart, I'm going to say Evil. Not Evil, but she's just became a champion for the Casey. Evil. It's Evil's time. Yeah, I, I solely believe, like, I, I'm like, I'm, I was like Ryan, proper cheering on Evil <coughs> in the triple threat. And I do believe that, you know, Casey and Evil is a good way Evil can get the belt. It, it would be a nice change because let's just face it, this is Casey's third run with the belt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give Evil a chance. Mm-hmm. We're going to move on now to one of the one of the matches that are two hard hitting opponents, and this is then back all the way past the King of Honors, and you've got Andy Wilde taking on Mark Coffey. It's going to be a good match. That uh, promo for Andy Wilde the other day that was brilliant. Mm-hmm. This is a, it's a match that I actually wasn't that bothered about. You know, I heard it's one of these ones where. It'll probably happen on shows, but if you don't go to shows all the time, you might miss it. Whereas there's not really much on social media, so I actually never knew it was happening until it popped up, and I was like, where'd that one come from? Then I seen the couple of clips back, and I was like, right, okay, that's where it came from then. And so I, I thought Andy Wilde did actually quite well in that promo the other, the other day to kind of big it up a bit. Right, no problem. Now, what I want to talk about is will Mark Coffey's little faction, Power Forward, will they actually be involved in this match and do you maybe see them getting unmasked? Mm. Maybe one, because like what they did with the Aces and Eights and TNA, like every so often, like when they went to get out, somebody would grab them and they'd grab them by the mask and it'd be like, oh my god, it's this person. <laughs> so it'd be good to see them get unmasked, but it seems to be Mark Coffey's storylines at the minute because he is in WWE a lot. They're always stop-start, so I have, I have trouble getting invested in them. Mm-hmm. You know, this this goes back to the the Christmas Eve Eve, as Phoebe calls it, <laughs> uh, ICW show where Mark get beat by Andy and then turns heel officially in ICW. And now it's just stop-start, stop-start, stop-start. Mm-hmm. Andy, I love he's been doing everything he can on social media, as Ryan says, to put it over. And I did love the line. Don't worry about me being a dad, just worry about you being a brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, we and he's kind of, his popularity starting to, start to surge recently, ever since that promo, a couple months before the square go on Dallas, so it would be a shame to not have him on this show, and I think the thing with Mark's group, Power Forward, I think if they're not unmasked here, uh, it has to be like Fear and Loathing or a big show like that, because you just unmask them on a random fight club, I don't think you'd have that big a feeling. I think they need to help Mark in this one, because... They've kind of been a bit stop start because they couldn't help him win the world title back in March. They went out of the King of Honours pretty early, so they need to have something to put them over as a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, absolutely. I'll quickly go around the panel and I'll just get all your predictions as well. So, Quacky? Well, I see a Mark Coffey winning on this one. Mr. Mark Coffey? (laughs) (laughs) Always Mark Coffey, but can I just add one quick point? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they win this match. It's the one that faces Wolfie on Sunday. Alright, it's interesting. So I, I think there's actually be Mark Coffey's this time, but I wouldn't be surprised if they the one I'm taking on Wolfie. Yeah, it's got to be Mark for me. I'd like Andy. Uh, I'm going to say Mark with help for Power Forward, but I might ask, like, Andy won the UEWA title back mm-hmm. at P uh, Pro Wrestling Elite. Is there a chance they would put that belt on the line? It might be like a rash decision on the night. I would yeah. probably say, yeah. um, <clears throat> but no. In my eyes, I think I think Andy's going to win this. Like uh, again, I'm going to go with my heart and not my head, which is probably a bad idea. But we're going to move on to one of the most anticipated matches, and we've got Paul Robinson making <laughs> his return 
But again, it's Looking Shark's best pal in Krygar. <laughs> Do you know what? The best pals when we went Scott interviewed them. Right. <laughs> I know he's meant to be a bad guy, but I love that wee dick. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and I, I normally say I don't like swearing. I normally swear, but he is a wee dick. And he, when he comes out and he stands there and he gives the abuse to everybody, I love it. I'm right, I'm well invested in it. I'm, I want to be that guy in the front shouting in his face and getting slapped. Stuff like that. Right, I'll save his face at the barrier then. Thank you. <laughs> Stacey, now last fight club we saw Craig versus um, Ricky Shane Page. Yes, that's his name. It is, yes. RSP. Uh-huh. Where it seemed like Krager was actually getting prepared for this particular style of match because we know that Paul Robertson is a crazy bastard. Mm-hmm. How do you think Krager's going to fare in this match? He's going to get battered, really. But <laughs> I think it's going to be a good match. I think because I wasn't at the last show, um, the first show in ages that I missed. Um, but... Um, I think it will be good to just see how he manages to hold up in a match like that. Um, I think it will be a good match. Kriger's going to scud this guy all over the gap. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He is, but he's going to get battered as well. No, he's going to scud him all over. All I hope is if if one of them's going to go through a table, let's hope the table snaps this time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, well, that's all down to Crowbar. Yes, grab the Polish tables. (laughs) (laughs) The Polish tables. Go to Ikea. You need one of them. They they snap when you sit on them. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Ikea. Just me. Sorry, Ikea chairs. Trust me, I've been to Steve (laughs) Rogers. No, I want, it's like, Quacko says, Krager's going to scut him. I want Paul Robinson to be in on whip, and as soon as the bell rings, I want to see a backhander. <laughs> just Maybe knock him from one end of the ring to the other. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so easy to dislike Paul Robinson. He seems like a guy in the pub who, after a few pints, would just start kicking off with somebody and just walk up. So, are you looking at me? No, he's right. like a wee Jack Russell. He's like, come on, fight me, fight me, fight me. Yeah. Beg me for train spot. Very much. It was nice to see Craig come out and stick up for his pal. Nice to see that they were still pals after our interview. <laughs> yeah, because I like Craig. Me and him agree that two sheep would easily beat a cow. <laughs> a sort of much friction between him and Luke King Sharp that debate. But yeah, I, I agree. Paul Robinson's going to get bad. Go listen to our interview to get that reference. But I'm just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Scrap the preview, this is the real show. Oh, really like two sheep. That's almost like, what's the first chicken or the egg? That's that type of question. No, two sheep will win. Two sheep will win because they can go and bite at the uh, not good region. That sounds like anyway. oh, one and a half punts. Can we just stand and we Sorry, are we actually debating whether two sheep would beat a cow? Two sheep may get smashed after a cow. I'll go for the cow. I'll go for the cow. Look at Sharper Cracker, you see what you've done. See what you've done. I want to actually ask you guys really quickly before I get your predictions. Now, this hasn't been specified as any sort of stipulation match. Do you think they'll add a hardcore side to it on yeah, the night? Yeah, two or... sheep and a cow. <laughs> <laughs> two sheep and a whole match. Oh my god, see if, see if you get two sheep and a cow into the O2 Sportatorium, I'll be <laughs> oh, you're VIP. Crack on. I see what I can do. But yeah, the thing. Anyway, I'm gonna go around and get your predictions before I kill Stacey. So quacker. Hey, to a sheep. Crager. Stacey, a cow and Crager. <laughs> cow, you're a Celtic fan. Crager. I'll go with Crager. Good Celtic man. Yeah. <laughs> Two sheep and the Protestant Paul Robbins. Two sheep and Krager. 
same two sheep and Kragarn. I don't think they need to add a triple so This is going to be a violent match either way because of who's involved. You just wait till I get to talk about the king. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just, just to clarify, I, it's kind of a full suit. We're all going to go for Kragarn. Yes. Yeah. The the glory boy. And a cow. Yes. That's just yeah. Like so I don't think I've ever been porno, done it. Sounds like a terrible Aberdeen porno. Right. There goes Aberdeen listeners now. The two Aberdeen listeners. The team of Lothan already chased them off. Back the fuck up. Okay, we are going to move on to the next tag team match that we've got going on throughout this night. So we've got the Wild Boys with Kieran Kelly and Aaron Echo. Taking on the Kings of the North. Yes! Kings of the North. Mm, Ross thinks you're so enthusiastic, I'll get you to start off. Kings of the North, smashing lads. No particular reason. Is I, I, I bet you like them. As Ryan sits looking on at me, no particular reason yeah, I like the Kings of the North. never heard of them, mate. No. <laughs> I, I'm a fan of the Red Glove. Uh, <laughs> no, I like Kings of the North. I like the fact that the team with Adam Maxted, handsome man. Yeah, but Adam uh, Maxted's not going to be here. I know, it's gutting. And me and Stacey were just trying to get over that factor and you've brought up a sore spot once again. Sorry. <laughs> um, Still one of the best happy birthday messages I got. <laughs> not the best. Uh, I remember that. Hmm? I remember that. <laughs> anyway, uh, it seems it's sort of thrown together when this seems sort of like we want the Kings of the North, we want them there. Ah, uh, you know what? We want Kieran and Aaron on the card. I'm not really excited that I much mean, about this match, to be honest with you. It's a continuation on from King of Honours, so there is some storyline going into this. That, the, Kings <laughs> like, the, yeah. the Kings of the North haven't been back since, have they? Like, yeah. This is the problem. There's so many people you can cut on our show. Alan, what's, what's your views about uh, the Wild Boys? Like the, just, the, just the chemistry between Kieran and Echo that's been going on over the past two months. Yeah, I mean, it'll be good chemistry. Um, but at the same time, I don't really see it. I don't really feel it though, at the same time. If that makes sense. Like, I know they're good there, but at the same time, like, it's just too little large for me. I just don't feel that like, and up against all big tag team, I'm just like, Kieran's just going to get smacked around. And it's a shame Kelly came. Can I chime in? See, although your guys are saying this, I think you're going to leave there and say this is going to be one of the matches of the night. And that's me saying that. Because honestly, them two, uh, Aaron and Kieran, working together, uh, they've actually taken my breath away how good they are. Kings of the North are Kings of the North. They're just amazing in every way. This is going to be a match of the night. Your watch. Alright. What's your views on, on these two? Uh, I like the fact that Kings of the North are going to be on the show. I think they should have been booking them more often. Like, they're basically the team in OTT. Like, mm-hmm. Bonesaw has apparently held gold for more combined days than anybody else in OTT, apparently. Who's your stats man? <laughs> well, days when you mean a competent stats man on this show. That's true. And, like, That's if this true. Is, like uh, Kieran and Aaron, they seem like a bit of a throwing together team, but if this leads to them being. Like a more like if they start team more regular this, then I'm all for that because we need a lot of new tag teams, and on the show, or and ICW, and I'm happy I'm happy to see any of these teams challenging for the tag titles. Well, Oscar Vito's return. Oh God, not again! <laughs> not again! We know you're in the crowd, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
Don't walk up with a sign. Neon sign. I was Los Perritos. Los Perritos here. Which mean was? I know, it's is present tense. Right, before I get any more abuse off of anybody. I'm going to go around now. I'm going to get your all, all your predictions, uh, Scott. Uh, I love Kieran and Aaron, but Kings of the North for me. Kings of the North. As much as it pains me to say it, <laughs> Kings of the North. Yes. I don't know what happened to me, mate. Kings of the North. <laughs> I do love Kings of the North, but I'm going to go for Aaron and Kieran. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And Aaron and Kieran for me. Well, it looks like you two are the only ones because I, I believe the Kings of the North are going to squash them and they're going to squash them really, really badly. <laughs> Seriously, I think that could be the shortest match of the night. I mean, you never know. Cause no, no, like, no. What if they will probably snap Kieran in half? I'm scared for it. Won't be a squash by any means, I mean, come on. You've got. That's cheesy. He's next to nothing. You've got four of the most power technical type people in that ring. You can't have a short match with that. No chance. No chance. I hope I'm. Totally, I mean, it'll be funny if I was totally wrong. Technically gifted, I draw your attention to your favourite WrestleMania opener, Daniel Bryan Sheamus. <laughs> in 18 seconds. I want to, when Bones saw us in the ring, Kieran's going to look at that and look at his son like, fucking tell you, clean your room. <laughs> tell you, you know, make me get the red glove. <laughs> okay, ICW are continuing to bring over, uh, they're actually starting to bring over a lot more guys from. OTT wrestling over in uh, over in Ireland, and we're bringing back more than hype. Yeah, they had some, they had such a great time at Honors, didn't they? They're so yeah. precious, <coughs> so damn precious. My only problem with them is that see if the other two that don't have curly hair walk past me in the street, I would not know who they were. That's not very nice for Nathan and Darren. Just the fact you know, called Nathan and Darren is just like next level to me. <laughs> <laughs> At least I know who they are. I just know there's one guy with curly hair and that's how I recognise him. LJ Clarity. Yeah. Nathan and Darren with the curly hair. They sound like they're hanging out with David Campbell at Glasgow Uni. <laughs> <laughs> right, those those three are taking on Easton Reese and Kenny Williams in a two on a three on two handicap match. Kenny's bringing his da, his big bra. <laughs> I was about to say I like how Kenny was getting white now. He was the forever trainee guy and then he got battered in the rumble so he decided no, you know what? I need backup. I need, I need a brick. I need you know what? <laughs> a brick. You know what house? <laughs> I think in this match there's a trick missing. There should have been a six man for Aaron. And, I mean for Aaron, for Kenny and Houston, and it should have been Charlie Sterling. Not seeing him in ICW for exactly, a while. Exactly, and that's a travesty. Jenk is a one off. We'll see Bram. Oh. Uh, well, he's still in the states, hasn't he? I didn't get a fight. Twenty quid to Tom. <laughs> You're talking to the travel agent, son. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's almost as if you should call it Ryan there, or wait up. <laughs> Just like you say, like he always arrives late. Wait. You ever see the cartoons where it's the massive dog and then you see the wee dog that won't shut up bouncing around? That's Easton Reese and Kenny Williams walking mm-hmm. in a shug sleep. Because it's weird to see the faces technically having the advantage when they're the three against two. But then again, you look at Easton Reese. I mean, he's a big boy. He's basically two men in himself. A big strong yeah. boy. I mean, all it three. It feels like it's four against three, actually. All three members of. To match his height, all three members of more than height are going to have to stand on each other's shoulders. I know for doing that. No, they, they do power rangers. Kind of thing. They do, actually. Yeah. But 
Who's actually excited to see More Than Hype back in an ICW event? Oh, yes. I'm really looking forward to seeing them. I've never seen them before. I'm actually looking forward to it. You're seen them before. Oh, You're in for a treat. I've seen some of the clips of Honos and I'm like, ah, I've got to be careful. Like, when they're in the ring, they, they look like three kids that had far too much sugar just before bedtime. Just like seeing them like running about going mental. Can we swear? so funny. It's like, can we, we can say this word, we can <laughs> say this word. Can't wait to see them it's again. so damn precious. I, I think they're so entertaining. It's not just their stuff in the ring, it's some of their videos. They, they put up like the video of them trying to prove how insane they are. Like <laughs> drinking orange juice out the cart and eating a Kit Kat without, break, without breaking it apart. Uh, it's like, jump, you're going too far mate. Running on, <laughs> running on the grass where it says, do not go on the grass. Oh, a couple of mental cases we've got here. Mm. Oh, that's scallions. The youth of today. <laughs> but this is what I want to ask you. Like, do you think ICW are going to rely on bringing some people over from OTT? Like, because the, 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 the women they need bring the women they need to. Yeah, we've already discussed on plenty of occasions that Raven Creed and Debbie Keitel and Valkyrie and Katie Harvey all need to come over. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think it's about relying on OTT. Maybe although they have brought over a lot from them on this show. I think it's more the fact that just opening up the circle a bit. There is a diminishing. I, it's stagnant at certain peeps, certain people. Yeah. But the Dolph Ziggler effect is like you've been there too long. Oh, Take a break, come back, please. Mostly with the fact that the many guys from ICW are now in WWE and NXT UK. You know, they need to be replaced. Because mm-hmm. we all know, uh, let's be honest, we all know we're on borrowed time in them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that goes no supernova, and then we're going to lose the coffees, Wolfie. Uh, no, Kenny, we're going to lose them, so we need the next generation. Yeah. And yeah. I think your staff not looking abroad and th- or down the country, whatever thing. But okay, where, where can we find the next yeah. set of guys or yeah. girls? You know, I think I think it's daft. Even even if you don't lose the guys like your coffees and your wealth, etc., that are going to eventually go. Even if you didn't, I still think you need to use these guys who are doing great stuff all over the UK. Because mm-hmm. as much as it is a a Scottish based company. You can still bring these guys in. They can still be regulars on on your shows. Yeah. You know, like I said, like I said before, so I thought they could return to Dublin. They want to come across. You know, just get round to book your flights, guys. Aye, just give me a phone. Like it, it can't hurt to like open up to places like OTT because if even if you didn't have people going around AEW, you still need to like plan for the future. It's always good to get new people in. Perfect. Right, I'm going to go around. And I'm going to get your predictions, Scott. Uh, more than hype, and I think. That Kenny's gonna hide behind Houston for the majority of the match until it's three on one and he can't run anymore and he finally gets we finally shut him up. <laughs> uh, more than hype pinning Kenny when he gets a bit arrogant after hanging around Easton. <laughs> I'll say more than hype, but I do think there'll be a, a third member getting involved in this match. Kane. <laughs> more than hype. More than hype. Um, more than hype, but I think the mayor of Knoxville Town will also get involved. Sorry, Knoxville's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Don't yeah. get my hopes up. We were going to have Jada, and that and he let me down. Don't get my hopes up. You'll, you'll do forty-three eliminations that night. Jeez. Oh, oh. Yes, I'm also with more than hype. Like I just find them way too precious, and I'm always going to. I'm always going to root for them. I don't. I don't like Easton and Kenny. <laughs> Simple enough. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to move on to the Zero G Championship match. This has been sort of been in the works since March when they were in Aberdeen this year when Rudo was pretending that he was going to go and cash in and out comes Liam Thompson saying that he's finished wrapping up all the loose ends that he's been wanting to wrap up against like Andy Wilde and Wolfgang like he finally got his sink back and managed to hold on to it for the majority of the year even though Fight O kept taking it off of him 
And so we've got Liam Thompson taking on the reigning defending champion in Joe Coffey. I cannot wait for this match. Buzzing. Actual buzzing. Ryan, since you're, you're a big Joe Coffey fan, so I'll get you started. Yeah, no other reason than he's great in the ring. That's, that's pure <laughs> No, I, I actually, I'm a massive fan of Joe Coffey. I always have been for, for years. Um, but I never used to be, I didn't dislike Liam Thompson, but I was never really that fussed with him. But I would say since he came back, I think he's been absolutely flying. So I'm buzzing for this match. This is the match tonight for me. Stacey, what's your views on heading into this match? Sorry. Uh, I think it's going to be a really good match. Um, I think Joe Coffey puts on good matches. I think that Liam puts on good matches. So the two of them together, great match. Possible match of the night. Um, and really, I'd be happy with either one of them winning. Really. Because you know it's going to be a fantastic match. This is a full circle thing. Last year we had Liam return at Shogs. This year we're going to have him winning the Zero G. And you know how much of a big Joe Coffey fan I am. I've never turned my back on him. He wears really good gear that resembles his uh, high school. It's a very good old man. Correct. So, Joe, uh, love you, Brad, but it's Liam's time. As Quacko says, it's full circle. They had a crack at a match on the, again, the Christmas Eve Eve show. I'm giving that lots of praise this year. Um, they had a cracker match, Joe won that night, and then that's when he first, I don't know if you know this, there's a new Zero G Championship. What? When really? he, it's when he first demanded to see the new title. <coughs> um, and I think Liam's going to get his hands on that new title. How have I not heard about this new title? How, how have I not heard about this new title? Not again. <laughs> <laughs> you knew somebody was going to... Wait, there's a new title? <laughs> <laughs> Keep up, Brian. Oh, no. Yes, yes, there is a new title. Well, newish. But yeah, no, I, I'm with Baka. I mean, like, I don't think anyone was more happier than me to see Liam Thompson make his. <laughs> no! <laughs> no! Old time boy, I'm not going to support him with all my heart. Um, but no, I, I solely believe it's, 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 it's a good omen. It's exactly a year to the day since he made his return. And yes, he may have not got the best of Joe Coffee last time, but he will this time. With the aid of the sink. Uh-huh. Let's just hope that uh, no one uses a sink against them. I've been a big fan of Joe's work recently, like both in NXT UK and in ICW. We talked about it on the best of the year so far, his match with Dragunov at the Square Goal, probably the best match ICW's done so far this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, he's one of the guys we talked about earlier, is on borrowed time. He's, he's made an effort to be in ICW as much as possible to defend that belt. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, but again, like it's only so long he can keep coming in ICW that regularly to defend the belt before like we have a situation like we did last year where the belt's disappearing for weeks on end. And I think we need somebody to, who can show up more regularly and like I said, come, come full circle and having Liam finally win a finally win a championship in ICW. It's a perfect story. I want him to give the belt to like the sink as well. Having sync for his own little Zero G Championship. <laughs> We've got it past them. Not one of them terrible John Cena t shirts that he used to have with the, the title <laughs> tattooed on it. Have like, a sync as heel. <laughs> I want him to be announced if he wins like as the new champion and also and still the owner of that particular sync. Like have both of them be equally built. Alright, I'm gonna get around and get your predictions quacky. Yeah, Liam. Yes. Joe. <laughs> I love Joe, but it's Liam's time. Yes. Joe Coffee. Boo. 
Oh, Liam. Yay. Liam has to be Liam. Yay. As you can all tell, I'm I'm all for Liam winning this. What? I know, right? Shocker. <laughs> It's almost as shocking as he lose a new Zero G Championship. <laughs> the shot is not worn off. Right. Next up, we've got one of the most anticipated matches leading into Shugs. Now, we've got the intern versus the teacher. Leighton Buzzard is finally getting his hands on Joe Hendry. Now, this is sort of a culmination from last year when Joe was basically making, making Leighton beat up his best pal in Wavy Davy. Scott, you're yes. really excited for this match, so yeah. what, what's got you pumped for it? Oh, that promo from King of Honours, night one alone, just mm-hmm. that was like a moment. Yeah, Leighton's entertaining on the mic as is, but this is one of the first times he's gone properly serious. When he's cutting a promo and he more than delivered, and then he followed up again at the June Fight Club when he had the conversation with Joe, and then Joe sneak attacked him. Like, since I've started going back to SCW more regularly, this has been one of the most entertaining things consistent with the relationship between these two. Like the first fight club I went back to was the one where he came out take, inviting everyone to take a stroll with Leighton. <laughs> sang a song for Joe when he was in the Commonwealth Games. Like and it's finally culminated and I think this is Leighton's thing. This is where they make a future star in ICW mm-hmm. with Leighton Buzzard. Yeah, that pro wow. And the only bit that I'm, I like, I'm fully sold on the story. Don't get me wrong, but as as you said, that last year shocked. He was making Davy. I mean, he was making later beat up Davy, who is his pal. But now his roles reversed. I know, right? When mm-hmm. Davy's there with Joe Hendry, and later turning on Hendry. I don't know. And yeah, Davy does he stand up for his pal? Maybe. Maybe this is where we see the face turn of Davy. Mm, <laughs> Now, Joe Hendry has actually become quickly one of the faces of the company, coming all the way from his parody videos, which is still one of the most entertaining things, and I really wish he would be able to bring them back. Same. Um, <laughs> but how have you guys seen Joe's development, just even since he came back from the Commonwealth? I'm loving the, I'm loving the character that he's had for the last kind of year or so. Apparently. I know he's had it for a bit longer than that, but I think... Um, I'm a bit confused with this match. Like, as much as I'm excited to see it, and I think it will be a great match, I don't really know where either of them go after it with a loss. Well, this also reminds me. Like, there is a stipulation for this match. So, if Leighton wins, Joe must leave ICW. Mm-hmm. But if Joe wins, Leighton Buzzard must wear a mask until Fear and Loathing. And he can Come, speak. Cover that pretty face. And Which, can... by the way, is one of the most stupidest stipulations I've ever heard. <laughs> But there's still high stakes on both sides. I mean, Joe yeah. could potentially be leaving the company and Leighton could potentially have to cover his pretty face and not talk for the rest and of the year. basically be Joe's proper uh, being like intern. Be below the intern, but basically his little mm-hmm. bitch. They're trying to humble him, basically. Pretty much, right? No, I just... I'm thinking if, if Joe obviously gets beat, then he has to leave the company. Fair enough. I don't really know where he goes after, you know, is it going to be an all these ones where they just bring him back in a year and pretend nothing happened? I just, I, I don't like stipulations like that. I just think that they could have had something else more mm-hmm. or a better storyline within the company as opposed to actually having to leave. See, Alan mentioned about Andy and uh, Mark potentially being the, uh, the challengers for the next game night. Joe is obviously Mark's favourite right now, his favourite little puppy. Do you see him maybe getting pushed forward if he were to win with Win against Leighton, push him forward for that title match against Wolfgang on night two. Definitely, possibly. Yeah. It could have been that guy from, you know, 
from the start, as soon as you know it was announced that Wolfgang would still win the match and the title would be vacated. Um, he could honestly he's been the guy for about a year, hasn't he? I think he's been Mark guy. I think the thing with, with Joe is I, I think that Joe probably deserved to be in the match more than Wolfie did to mm-hmm. begin with. Mm-hmm. So I think that would have been a, a much I know you've obviously got the story emulating that you kinda of need to round off at some point, but yes. I think he, he deserved that spot, you know, more than Wolfie to begin with. So, you know, why shouldn't he get a shot at it? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm gonna go around and I'm gonna get your predictions because this was probably the one that's gonna split us all fifty fifty, so quacky. Leighton. I want it to be Leighton, but I think it's gonna be Joe. Okay. I think it's gonna be Joe because I think it's this push to become world champion by the end of the year. Alright, same as ever. Joe. Leighton, but Dallas thinks I'll look probably bring Joe back. Uh, Leighton, I think it's a problem, and within a year he's going to be the OG champion. Uh, I'm, I'm personally thinking that Joe's going to be winning this because I don't know what it is, but they'll probably end up having another match if you're looking for you know, Leighton's mask to be taken off finally. <laughs> That's well, what I can see. can't do it, a loser leaves ICW for two years running at the same show. That's very true, yeah. Chuck seems to like chucking people out of his company, you know. Excuse me, Rick, he's gaff. Get Okay, now we're going to move on to the main event of night one of Chuck's Kiss Party. It was originally meant to be Just Justice, Jackie Polo, taking on Jeff Jarrett. I'm actually quite disappointed that this match is now no longer happening, but Mark Dallas did promise a nice tasty replacement. <laughs> and he, he, he delivered. There's no there's no doubt about it. I mean, you basically got a Ferrari <laughs> as a consolation prize instead of having a, a burnt out Corsa. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> a damning indictment of Jeff Jennings <laughs> wrestling skills. And I, 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 I probably said like a Cadillac. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but we have got Just Justice Jackie Polo taking on Kushida in his ICW debut. Guys, this is a big one, isn't Outstanding. it? Outstanding. What? Well, I mean, a word when he said it was a big announcement. You know, we're right we heard that and then we see him we're like, oh, is that that? But nah, but they really pulled out the bag and Jackie's getting battered. I'm sorry, I love Jackie, <laughs> but he's getting battered. Mm, I mean, no. We're going to also, we'll talk about Kushida's debut really, really quickly, but I want to just, J- Jackie Polo actually put out a promo saying that he's going to be retiring the Just Justice character. Do you believe no. it's the correct time to be doing it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. No. I think as well his justification for doing it mm-hmm. is it's a smart. It's a smart choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was done a wind up Lionheart. There was you know very well publicised that they weren't the best of friends mm-hmm. in real life, and I think he's maybe like it would be disrespectful to continue it. But I I do think it would have went away anyway after the Jeff Jarrett match. But. <coughs> maybe brought it back down the line but I think putting a line under it and saying look we had fun it's done it's over it's kind of the right thing to do mm-hmm. this, this match is it's a hell of a main event for the O2 Sportatorium oh, yeah. on night one <laughs> O2 Sportatorium but like there's only there's only so much further this just just thing could have went after you do this match like this seemed like it was going to be a match of two double J's like when Chola Junk Chain took on Black Junk Chain and Season two of War. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> Loser becomes keeps the double J name, but, but like I, I too was disappointed when I seen it because this was one of the matches I was actually looking forward to because I wasn't really sure where it was going to go. And we talk about making up for like someone pulling out like Kushida. Like, he's one of the best, like almost one of the best wrestlers in NXT at the minute. He's having great matches with whoever he steps in the ring with, and I'm pleased we get to see him in person. 
Yeah, I mean, because she's a six-time IWGP's uh, Junior Heavyweight Champion, is a multiple-time Tag Team Champion, I'm led to believe as well. Three-time Junior Tag Champion, two-time Best of the Super Juniors winner. She's also Defiance World Cup winner, Wrestling World Cup winner. Dating the likes of Kenny Williams, Drew McIntyre, Rey Mysterio. Well, we'll spray in the final. Mm -hmm. Well, well. But yes. I'm a stats man. (laughs) (laughs) Very big night that we've got planned for for night one. So, when looking at Kushida, what is the one thing that you think Jackie's going to underestimate? Because we all know he will probably underestimate him. His size. Yeah, you guys all, all agree? So was it used to live in the same house? <laughs> <laughs> Size like, and submission ability. Very true as well, yes. He's, he's, he's got a, an MMA record, I believe. Like, he like eight in fights and he's won like five of them. Like, I think a few of them were by knockout. A few by submission. Wow. So like, he's one of the people you don't like underestimate. He's also quite a strong guy apparently as well, so there's a power aspect he might underestimate thing. Mm-hmm. Well, he's a lot of weird, I mean, he's not going to be that strong and he's actually got a bit of a punch them, you know, you can pack a punch. But if there's anyone to take on the challenge, it's Jackie Polo. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Jackie Polo won't be there, it'll be Just Justice. Uh, just you know, Justice is coming from Texas. I've never seen the two in the same place. One last time. I oh, know we have. <laughs> you see that, we have. Unofficially. Unofficially, yes. You see strong, but Jackie will have the power of all these Justice Warriors behind him. <laughs> yes, he will. Yes, you, Dave, and just yourself, Stacey. Right, I'm going to go around. I'm going to go around. Jackie. We're gonna go and get your <coughs> for this for this absolutely amazing matchup. So Kwaku. Uh, just Justice is gonna win and it's because Kenny Williams is gonna come out, hit Kushida with a hoverboard and say, <laughs> I'm a bigger back to the future fan. That's what's happening. Hoverboard on a pole match, eh? <laughs> this may shock all of you to hear, but I'm gonna say just justice. <gasps> <gasps> No way. What is real anymore? <laughs> I feel like the guy that just lost under t- uh, that just saw the Undertaker lose his streak there. <laughs> Kishida, because I don't think after defeat's going to hurt just justice. D- definitely Kishida. Kishida, the old two sporatorium. <laughs> I'm going with my heart around my head and I'm picking just justice because I don't know if you don't think Kishida's going to come back to ICW, so it can't hurt him if he loses because he's going to get pushed no matter what in NXT. Well, you never know. It could it could be brought back. Um, just when you're looking at Just Justice's character being retired, usually retirement means to go out and do back. So my, I, I see if it would be gonna be against Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, Just Justice, but Kushida's winning this match. I don't think Jackie's gonna take him too seriously at this point in time. I think he's gonna go. I'm bigger. I am Scotland's best wrestler. <laughs> Can just justice to an undertaker, the lights go on and he's got his gear back on. Oh god, not good And then he leaves all his gear and his hat in the ring and then walks off into the sunset as Shania Twain plays. <laughs> I was think, I was thinking I was thinking he would do a, a Finn Balor thing where you beat Just Justice, but can you beat Jackie Polo? Oh god, not again. <laughs> right, so that has been our wee preview of night one. We're going to head to a quick break and then we're going to be talking about night two. So for this break, we've got the anti-fun police challenging the kinky party to their match at Shug's House Party 6. We'll see you in a bit. This is Mike Quackenbush, the master of a thousand holds, and you're listening to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. Oh, no, 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 this is not the way it's going. Drake will deal with you later. But no, we were cheating. There's no way this is going down. No way. No way. The anti-fun police are meant to win that trophy! 
We're gonna shut down the fun here in ICW. This isn't a way to go down. So you know what? Right now, we're hijacking this show, and we're not leaving it until we get what we want. Hold that kid. Funny boys. We should have up here. I'm behind you. You and I are completely different people. The Kinky Party and the Anti-Fun Police are completely different teams. I don't live by your rules, but apparently you live by ours. You see, as soon as you left a weapon to me or Shah, whether that be a baseball bat, a steel chair, or even a fucking kitchen sink, the game is over. Last night, you were right. I had no fun. No fun whatsoever. In fact, I was fucking miserable. But I tell you, when we're going to make up for that? You heard them. Shug's host party. O2 Academy. It's going to be us. One more time. Yes! If you win, I will welcome you to ICW full time. But if we win, this is over for good. Shut up, I'm not finished. Just guys, please, please hear me out. Do me one more favor, please. Turn around. <laughs> Whoa, 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 one second. You know what? Just that we've already pinned you. Sure, we pinned you last night. So what makes you think we want to come to Shug's house party and wrestle you two? We've already beat you both. But you know what? No, Shug's house party night two, you're on. Yeah, Kinky Party versus Antipon Police. But if we're going to do that, there's got to be a stipulation for us, and that is this. If and when we win the kinky party on Dunna! <laughs> what are you saying to that then, huh? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. And welcome back to this episode of Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. I want to give a big thanks to Viper and Mike Quackabush for being the voices of this week's show. And we're going to kick off with night two. If anyone forgets that I'm not still joined with Quacko, Stacey, Alan, Ryan, Ross and Scott. I've got a big pal today. Yes. Woo! Forget it for that first puff. Drag this blue lad, same again second. <laughs> right, yeah, so like I've just said, we're going to kick off with night two. So this is what's going to be happening on Sunday. Now, there's not as many matches as night one, but we can probably guarantee you that they're going to be just as good. So what I've got kicking off is the discussion. We have the anti-fun police kick, uh, competing against the kinky party. In a big stipulation match, whereas the anti-fun police, if they win, they will become full-time members of ICW. 
-hmm. But if Kinky Party lose, they are to disband and no longer team together. Now, mm -hmm. it's another sort of thing for Shug's House Party because we've had this a couple of years ago with the Marauders versus the Polos. Mm -hmm. Now, Quacky, that'd be fun, Felice. <laughs> I hate them and I love them at the same time. <laughs> that, that done is relentless. Oh. Well, okay, I know this is rich coming from me, but <laughs> I swear I turned to Mark <clears throat> Leslie and I said quietly, this is a lot of fun. And he points it at me, he's like, you shut up! And he was proper raging. I okay. love that guy. Quacky, what's your version of quiet? Because you've got quite a loud voice anyway. Well, he watched on the helicopter. We can literally vouch you were louder than more than 2,000 people at last year's Hydro, and we heard you word for word the other side of the arena. <laughs> One of my favourite moments of fear and loathing was Alan and Gary, two rows in front of us, and you just see Alan turn to Gary and go, like quicker. <laughs> And they turn and use it going. Yes, Alan. Kinky Party, do you think that they've they've had their time? No, I love the Kinky Party. They're so fun. <laughs> nah, I don't I, I don't want them to go. I like them and I know people are saying they'll stay on us. They can only do it when it's in front of you. That came out mm. so wrong. They can only compete in the week wasn't before. So right but again, that, that can be argued about booking. But I love them, I think they're brilliant, you know what you're gonna get with them. Um, and I like Andy Fanbleach, but I'm quite happy on being part-timers. Does anyone agree with Alan that the Kinky Party have not had their time yet? I disagree. I, we were talking about staleness and maybe a glass ceiling at the top of the card because you can't get by certain performers. I'm sorry, I know they shift a lot of merch and I know Jack Chester never wants to split, but I want a heel Shah Samuels. I think Shah Samuels, out on his own, could be a world championship contender. Bring back the East End Butcher. I would love, I, I'm just going to spoil what I'm going to say later. I think Stevie Boy's Wolfgang's opponent, and I would love a Stevie Boy Hilsha feud for the world title. Can I just say, shame! Shame! <laughs> Ryan, what's your, what's your views on uh, the Kinky Party and Fun Police with this stuff? Because I know you're not a big fan of like stipulation matches, but no. what about this one? I, I don't know. I think it. As much as I, I would say that I'm not a massive fan of stipulation matches, I think this one does kind of make sense because it's almost like at the fun place are trying to stop the fun. They have too much fun, fun so nah. it does make sense that they're trying to stop the fun. Nah. fun nah. Plus, I'm not really a massive fan of that fun place since they tried to ruin my day <laughs> by, by crashing my party that I worked so hard to do. They turned up, tried to crash it, so uh, he's in my bad books. So. <laughs> Not biased at all. When you talk about uh, reoccurring themes through shows, it seems that we've learned anything about Shug. He loves kicking people out and he hates tag teams, apparently. <laughs> but, like, I love the Any Fun Police. They're like basically the new generation version of the Right to Censor. That's what they are. They're a perfect heel team for an ICW audience. And if you're going to have an antagonist for them, it has to be a team like the Kinky Party. But. Mm, I know we've already got another one where people need to leave or disband or whatever, but I think this is a kinky party's time. I've, we've seen photos of certain members of that team appearing elsewhere, mm -hmm. so I think uh, for certain members of this team, their time's limited in ICW, and you get a lot of heat on the anti-fun police for having them taking away the fun of the kinky party, and hell, I'd, I'd even have the, give the anti-fun police the tag titles because then they would be a bigger heel team than the P.O.D. were at Square Goal. They'd have, the crowd would be even more against them. 
than they were against POD. There we go. We're, I'm going to go around and I'm going to get your predictions on who do you think is going to win this match. So, Quacker, do you see the Kinky Park staying or going? Going. They're, they're going. This, this is my quiet voice. <laughs> <laughs> who said that? You can pay the cross. Ah, they're going. Yeah. They're going. Stacey? I bought an anti fun police t shirt for this match. Is it, the, is it the pink and the brain one? <laughs> yeah? Oh my god. No, I don't think so. Uh, they have a Pinky in the Brain t-shirt and it's the crossover I didn't know I needed. No, that's not the one I've got. Okay. That's not the one I've got. What's ironic about that is Stacey actually just ruined your fun. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the fun nah. So, um, yeah, King Party are going. Ellen? Wakes my tiny wee heart, but I think those horrible anti-fun plays are going to win. Kinky Party are staying forever. <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> never. never. No fun uh, and lost federalists. <laughs> Anything, please. But now I just have an image of them in the locker. Like, what are we going to do in this show, Damien? Same thing we do in Night Santos. <laughs> Try to take away the fun. Yes! <laughs> I like that. I really like that. But, you know, for me, I mean, as I am, I do like the, I do like Hinky Party. Like, I like Sharon Jester, but it's just a little bit too repetitive now. And I agree with Ross. I want to heal Shah Saniels. He was great in WOS when he was a heel. Yeah. I want that back. Uh, so for me, and also I, I love the anti-fun plays. <laughs> like I'm not gonna lie, I, I love them so much. So I've, I've, I think they're gonna win and the Pinky Party are gonna finally disband. Moving on, we've got our next match now. We've got Tony Storm making her return to the company and she's putting her NXT UK Women's Championship on the line against Viper. Now, we all know that Viper and Tony can put on a great match together. Mm-hmm. But this is with the added stipulation that it's for the NXT UK title. Viper is also part of this division, albeit under a different name. What do you guys think about this match? I'm sort of overshadowing the actual women's division, as I said in part one. It's nice to see Tony there, it's nice to see Viper, you know, even though she's in NXT, still being in ICW, but. I don't think we need it. I think your actual women's division needs more attention. It'll be a great match, but I'm, it's a WWE title outside of WWE, so you know it's not going to change hands. Mm-hmm. That's probably one of the most unself, like the most selfless statement there, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's a main main event match. But yeah, we really want the ICW mm-hmm. roster as the roster to really come up. Yeah, I like it. Stacey, what's your view? I think it's going to be a great match, but like Ross said, it's a WWE belt. Um, it's not. It's not going to change in ICW show, unfortunately. Anyone else got any different views, Scott? Uh, if you wanted to like put on a show and you didn't want a top class women's match, these two would be the two people you would rely on. Mm-hmm. But and the fact that they've put the title on the line, I think that makes it. That it gives it a bit more. Like makes it even more of a marquee match. I agree. It's unlikely that it would change hands, even though it's still be a class match. Like we've seen how good Tony versus Kelly was at Square Go, mm-hmm. and like they've already, although they've already announced Kelly versus Tony for the title in Cardiff on August thirty first, mm-hmm. and so unless like they had to, uh, Kelly get involved somehow to maybe further that angle, I don't see like it being anything more than a straightforward match, but. With Tony Retain. That's what I want to ask you guys. Like Kaylee did get cheated out of her NXT UK Women's Opportunity at the Square Goal by Casey. 
fair enough. Um, but do you think that she, because she is free, she's got nothing to do, do you think that she can maybe somehow get involved in this match? I, <laughs> just because yeah, I initially thought that she would get involved, but and I, I know it sounds really, really daft, but see the whole name thing being changed between it. I can't see them having Kaylee getting involved in a match that will then start reporting on WWE's website with um, you know what, you know, Piper Niven there, which has been referred to on so much advertising as Viper yeah. on this. So I, I think that kind of ruins, again, ruins that we that we chance that you might see something happening out with mm-hmm. WWE for a change. Yeah, I just hope nobody interferes because obviously, it, for me, it put a damper on uh, the Square Goal match. We knew Tony wasn't going to drop it, but back then it kind of seemed the only logical thing because Kayleigh couldn't really drop the ICW title so I hope this match goes the whole way I hope she doesn't get involved but yeah as everyone else has said that title ain't changing yeah. and it's, it's kind of disappointing because it's, to me if all the card both nights it's the most obvious match mm-hmm. I'm going to say something bold I think it's going to change Nah. And then they're going to go to NXT UK TakeOver and it's going to be Piper Never versus Rhea Ripley for the title. I, I was going to say, like, Viper is more than deserving of getting a title shot. You know an NXT UK show, get a title shot sooner rather than later, but, like, if maybe they wanted to include her in Kayleigh v Tony and they get some sort of triple threat, I could see them doing something, but other than that, I can't really see them doing that. And Viper, at the moment, doesn't need it. I mean, she's already got the, uh, the title of ESSR. Queen of the Ring, like she can live off that for a while longer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go around twice, yes, the, the, the listeners one as well. Alright, we're going to go around, yes, Quacker, we all know she was your pick. <laughs> we're going to go around and we're going to get everyone's predictions. Now, Quacker, so you think the title will change hands? Yep. 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 <laughs> I've got all this, so yep. <laughs> Gonna use to whisper. Stay <laughs> <laughs> safe. I <laughs> Uh, Tony Storm. Tony. 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 Uh, I'm, I'm with Quacker. I think Viper's going to win. Thank fine. you very much. But I don't think she's winning the title. <laughs> I think I think Kaylee's going to just probably dart her Tony at some point to cause a disqualification and Viper will win it. It'll be all fun. You never know. Sorry, Quacker. I had to ruin your fun there. <laughs> but I'm going to make you so happy because we're going to move on to the next match, Quacker. Mm. We have got the TLC Triple Threat Tag Team t- uh, tag team Title Match with the 9-9 <laughs> versus Johnny Storm and Jodie Fleisch versus the champions in the Kings of Catch. So Kwaku, you're heavily invested in this match because you're fans of the 9-9, you're fans of the Kings of Catch and you're actually a fan of Jodie and Johnny as well. Yeah, I mean, well, their second match at ICW was actually a fantastic one against the Wild Boys. Wild it? Boys? Yeah, the Wild Boys. Sorry, I had a momentary blank there. <laughs> um, I love that match with them too. Um, but personally, 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 I, maybe it's just because I'm such a big Purge fan, I would have had the Purge in there instead. Personally, uh, kind of catch. Now, where do I begin? <laughs> Recently announcing we're going to the OWE Oriental Wrestling Entertainment yes. mm-hmm. to help out Looking Sharp and his two sheep theory. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, also, they're taking part in a tag team tournament. The 9 9 are the 9 9 
99. Just amazing. One thing I've got to highlight, Dicky Divers on the bike when he said to somebody, you're saying that to me, you look like you were conceived at a family reunion. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, we've got to talk about Dicky Divers is in this match now. Not only was he the first ever ICW Tag Team Champion, along with William Graham, just part of the STI, but he, in doing so, it was a TLC match, and that's what you associate with Dicky Divers. Ross... TLC. Who doesn't love a TLC match? Oh, we're smashing. Uh, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I, I don't know well what done. that noise was. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah possibly not. <laughs> um, I think the fact that Johnny uh, Storm and Jody Fletcher are in it as well, you want that high flying aspect. Kings of Catch would be known to go, you know, to the top rope, but look at Jody Fletcher. Jody Fletcher is just sensational. He's. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I can't describe how much I love him. Seriously, I'm gushing <laughs> over him right now. Uh, I think that'll make so much difference. Uh, hopefully, tables will break in this one again. You know, we're going to keep Crowbar away for producing Yeah, them. we're going to get Sean to make the tables. At least these won't break. Sorry, I was done there. I was, I was <laughs> I, I, to be fair to Crowbar, it's that good craftsmanship. Exactly. It's not that good craftsmanship. I mean, if you're if you see if you're a table and you're gaff, right, and you see so many people try to get powerbombed and it doesn't break, you want that brick for your house. I mean, with all fairness, I don't think having Luke and Sharp against Paul Robinson to try and break a table is the best idea because they are both tiny. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised that, you know, Craig Groom, Mickey Shane Page did not actually break the table the first time. But, Scott, yes, you're really excited for this match as yes. well because you are a big fan of the 9-9. 9-9? 9-9. Do you what? think they're going to get some vindication? Oh. <laughs> okay, Sean. You look at this match, what is there not nice. to love? I mean, it's, it's better than a nice yoghurt. <laughs> a nice yoghurt. This guy loves yoghurt. <laughs> Come on, you got all these teams involved and you throw in a TLC match. Like, what is there not to love? And like, I get what Quacko is saying. The only thing it probably could have made us better is if they added the purge and made it a four-way. But like, I don't think this match... There'd be bodies everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And Crowbar would be laughing because no one's going through the tables that he made. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, I'll do it! But like, like, both these teams have got a legit claim because there's maybe Jody versus... Jody and Johnny team on the kinds of catch. Jody unfortunately got injured. Mm-hmm. The 9-9 stepped in. They they got their opportunity. They won a non-title match, and so they have a legit game. They beat the champions, but Jody and Johnny were the number one contenders. So they've got a claim. And is it too much to ask just to see Jody Fleish jump off a high thing? Like, for example, like I love Jody Fleish. Like I can't put into words how much I love Jody Fleish. Can I just say on that you've got one person in each team that is known for doing high flying stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So don't be surprised if you see a kind of like a... A flying Jack Morris. <laughs> yeah, fly, fly, uh, shooting star press or something out of him, so... Like, I, I would be happy with any of these three teams winning, to be fair. Yeah, I think it'll be a cracking match, but I, I can't see the 9-9 winning, though. Because I can't, I can't see the two gimmicks winning one night. I just don't see it. I think, I, think be, I think this will be the match of the night, though. Yeah. I yes. be, everything there you want, as you say, Johnny Fleish, uh, you know, kind of catch. When was the last time you seen a bad kind of catch match? Honestly. Nine nine have really impressed me. Uh, I've not seen a lot of them, but when I have seen them, they have been brilliant. Uh, so I just think it's everything there. Stacey, but, well, I'll get your final thoughts on this before we go and get some predictions. Do you think this match will be smashing? <laughs> 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 I think it's going to be a really good match. Um, I love it. 
table splatters chairs, man. Yeah, it's it's difficult to try and figure out who's going to win this one. I think. Uh, I think, unlike Alan, I think that um, uh, Nine Nine have a good, have a very good shot yeah. of winning this. Right, I'm going to go around and I'm going to get everyone's predictions. Quacky now, please do not sit on the fence. Oh, I'm not. Hey. No, I'm sitting on the edge of the table. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully my big arse can break it. Anyway, um, things are catch for me. Stacey? Um, nine-nine. I think the nine-nine are going to be in such terrible pain. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going for the Kings of Catch. Yep, Kings of Catch for me. Uh, Jake Peralta and Charles Boyle. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I think Kings of Catch will retain their championship cummerbunds. <laughs> There's only going to be one word to describe this match. Noise. Noise. <laughs> yes, no, I, I do believe the Kings of Catch are going to hold on, but I can, I can see Kings of Catch in the 9-9. Continuing this feud on until at least fear of thing. Yeah. Hot damn. Hot damn. I'm ecstatic. I'm so happy. Right. <laughs> We're going to move on to the next match now. This one only got changed in the past couple of days because Rudo has out, is out with an injury. It's really really sad. Mmm. Koi won. Mmm. That's done money in the bank or square goal winner or whatever you might call it. Spell changing the tin. <laughs> but we have the famous Ravy David decided to give one of the boys, specifically from GPWA, a chance, and it is Sam Barber. Now, we haven't actually seen Sam in ICW since since Shugs last year, since he had that match with Lewis Garvin. But I can safely say, what a deserving boy. Like, he's improved so much within the past year. Um, he's been training over at WXW, along with Xander. And there's not really much to say about this match, considering that they've not been in an ICW ring together in such a long time. I mean, I've not seen them perform since Night at the Asylum 4 when Sam brought his infamous Lion King entrance and I kind of hope he does it again because he did it at Discovery when he got carried to the ring by Rafiki. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Ravy Davy gave someone a chance. I'm going to get just a quick quick reaction on do you think Sam was the one who deserved the chance off of Davy? Mm. I, I can't actually say I've not seen him really since last year. Mm-hmm. He's been training. At, I think we all agreed we weren't exactly overjoyed with the match he had last year. Mm-hmm. You have people that we know have said there's improvements, but I'd need to wait to the night. Yeah, so it's a sort of wait to the night and sort of see what happens. Um, Two th- words, not interested. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be diplomatic, Jesus. No. And do you know what? And I, just, no, why don't you go all in? Just go no. celebrate. And that's not that's nothing against the two guys. It's just a it's a bit of a nothing. It was a bit of a strange match anyway. Mm-hmm. Having having Davy against Rudo, <coughs> taking away Rudo from the match and putting Sam, who's not been he's not been there. And as much as you're saying, oh, Davy's giving people a chance and blah blah blah, and it's a good spin to put on it. There's been nothing for the match. There's been absolutely no build. So it's obvious that nobody's going to care about this match. It's going to be, a, I reckon, it'll be a really quick match. They'll get it over and done with, and I'll be it. But eh, not interested. Well, <laughs> tell us how you really feel. 
he thinks he'll be the toilet break match. That's what he's really saying. Quite dark here because Ryan's throwing some serious shades. I do, I do believe it. Oh my god, I do believe that there, no, is, there isn't a lot to talk about this match because yes, it's pretty much just been thrown into the mix in the past couple of days. And it's I mean, tell me I'm wrong with whatever I've said. Like, <laughs> as much as that was a harsh way to, to you're go about it, you're entitled to your own opinions, but yeah, I believe that Sam is actually right. I know it was a harsh way to go about it. There's <laughs> nothing against the two guys in the match. I think they're both good. You know, mm-hmm. I like Davy. I've not seen a lot of Sam anyway. Never mind, not seen him for a long time. Mm-hmm. So, as far as I'm concerned, he could either be outstanding or he could be minced. Yep. I, I haven't seen him. I've got nothing to go by. So I feel like it's just a kind of filler match now. Aye, it'll be a it'll be a wait till you see on the night and make a, make a judgment about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll get your predictions really real quickly. So, Sam Barber experience or the famous Ravy Davy? Uh, Sam Barber, because I think Rudolph's still going to show up and he's going to cost Davy the match. Ooh, Ross, is your best pal going to come in? I'd I'd very rarely bet against the famous, but um, <laughs> I think Rudolph is going to come out distract him. Sam Barber gets the roll up. I'll go with I'll go with Davy in this one. You're going with the famous. I'm going to go with the famous, mate. <laughs> ah, it's good. Go on. We'll go, with Sam. I'll go, with Sam. Uh, Sam, he's gonna. This is gonna be his big resurgence. I really hope so. Like I said, I've seen Sam improve improve greatly over the past few years since his match with Lewis, and I like I like these two in the ring together. So, like personally, because I've already seen it, I I know what to expect. And I can't wait for you guys to all see what goes on as well. I'm going to move on to one of Stacey's favourite matches by the looks of it. And it is the last man standing match between BT Gunn and Kez Evans for the third time? Fourth, fourth time? Fourth. Fourth time. 54. 54th. Fourth time. Stacey. Still going. Kez Evans. I'm going for 54. What's so great about him? <laughs> <laughs> I think if Kay's found another style, I see a world champion there. 
and I, I think he's got the technical ability. He's got the mic. He's a fantastic heel. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see him in a face at one point just to see what he's what he's capable of. But uh, I think it's just Kez is to lose. I think Kez is going to win this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like it's full circle, kind of like Liam Thompson's match, and mm-hmm. that they had the the attack by Kez at night one last year while everyone was chatting, "Who the hell are you?" And then he beats them the following night, and then we had the BT getting went into the next fight club and then they both seem to go off in different directions but Kez has been featured in a prominent spot because he's now with Dallas mm-hmm. so he's been prominently featured so like I'm very much looking forward to this match because it's last man stand so neither man will look bad if they lose because it's not to do with pins like they can come up with creative ways for this match then to keep the other man down for 10 I mean, yeah, we've seen it in the past when we've had, like, what, the big show had a table on top of him to try to stop him from getting up. So. But he still was duct tapes terrible. <laughs> there you go. So there's always creative ways. I mean, it's ICW. Who knows what they've got hidden under that ring as well. <laughs> they could have anything. I'm going to go around. I'm going to get all your predictions. Uh, so, Kwaku, uh, who will be the last man standing? Kez. 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 Come on, Mitty! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say Kez. <laughs> and I'm going to say Kez as well, because I think it's just a nice wee time to end the feud. Mm-hmm. We're going to move on now. We've got two We've got two people returning to ICW, so I've personally not seen one of them perform, and that's Ricky Knight Jr., anyone who was at the WrestleMania show. Oh, wow. I remember nice. him. And we've also got the returning Alexander Dean that's also making an appearance, and these two are going head-to-head on night two of Shugs. Kwaku, Ricky Knight Jr., tell me about him, because I don't actually know much about him. Crazy man, <laughs> crazy. I mean, imagine your first. I mean, what a way to make an impact? Going about it and jump off of it. Amazing. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. He went to the top of garage first night and jumped down. Amazing. There and the guy can wrestle as well. And well, you listen to his name. He's a knight, so of course he can wrestle. Um, and yes, I'm looking forward to this one because Dean is, uh, seems to be something, something that I can see being a mainstay in ICW now. Absolutely, yes. Um, he's already been making appearances at other promotions in Scotland. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. I like his accent as well, I've got to say, because obviously I've got Irish family, so I love the seven Irish accent, so it's brilliant, aye? Uh, yeah, I like uh, Dean's promos, I think. Like in his lead up to his title match with Lionheart, mm-hmm. the promos there were brilliant. I liked how they were going back and forward with each other. Mm-hmm. Even his PWE promos with Andy Wilde, mm-hmm. there's a feud there because he went, yeah, his story with Andy was that they were going to move in together and start training in Glasgow and they were going to make a name for themselves in the Scottish scene and then Andy had his family so he couldn't. And I like how he has so many ready-made stories there with so many ready-made stories in Scotland and I like how he's calling out the family name as well. It seems an easy target but I liked his one on Twitter. I look forward to proving that the nights are all overrated. Yeah, like, I'm really much looking forward to because we talked about earlier about opening the doors and this is a good example of like the type of talent they could be bringing in because both guys, their first matches are both really good ways to come in with Ricky going against like to Jody and Blaine Buzzard in his first match and Alexander what better way to come in than in the main event in a world like title for title match and like I said I've enjoyed his promos he, he, he got that promo basically saying that Ricky you've gotten where you are because of who your family is 
and I think both these guys could be mainstays going forward. Like Ricky could be like the type of talent that really elevates the, the ZOG division with that high flying style, make it more about that style again. So like him be either Leighton or Kieran or even Liam for the title would be a must see match. Uh, Alan Ryan, what are you looking forward to about this match? Well, I, I don't know much about Ricky Knight Jr. Like you were saying, and I've never got the chance to see Alexander Dean fight uh, Lionheart. I couldn't make the last one. But I've seen some videos of him and he, he does look like the real deal. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to this because it's two guys I don't know much about, but I'd be able to sit there as a neutral and just take it all in and enjoy it. I'm a big fan of uh, Dean. Um, I hadn't heard of him before, um, going by the name of, of Dean. I knew him as Sean South. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that was a, you know the, the promos leading up to that match where where Lionheart were class and then when I seen him I thought how has this guy not, not been here mm-hmm. for for us where has he been the whole time I think he's a, a guaranteed top guy yeah in in this company so I wasn't to see him I think we're all sort of I'm like I'm looking forward to this match just personally because I've not seen Ricky Knight Jr. perform live. Whereas I've seen Alexander Dean on multiple occasions now, so really looking forward to this. I'm going to go around and I'm going to get everyone's prediction. So, Scott? Uh, I think this could be the sleeper at the night, and I'm going to go with Alexander Dean. Dino. <laughs> Sean South. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dean. Uh, I think we're going to go for Ricky Knight Jr. Ooh. Uh, Alex, I will say Ricky Dean there. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Ricky I'll, Dean could be a good choice. Uh, <laughs> Alexander Dean to be a mainstay in ICW. Yeah, I kind of hope that he does because Lionheart did say after the match, it's like if that was my if that was your ticket in, I was like, this is my ticket out. But we think that was that World Time match was his his we unlocking the door to ICW. I think he's finally oh, broken through. <laughs> Coming up for our next match now. This seems sort of a bit of a, a chucked in match, even though there has been an ongoing storyline since Fear and Loathing, basically, mm-hmm. and that is the returning favourite, Grado, taking, <laughs> taking on James Storm. Yay. I know, right? So I'm going to open this up to people. Alan, I know that you're you're quite excited for yes. this match. Yep. James Storm, one of my top five favourite of all time. Love him. Uh, lovely guy as well. Tell me you're in the ring because he's in a arsenal. He's going to be the outside him. But then Grado as well. Grado. You know, he's the holy grail of ICW. Um, yeah, as you see, it's not a great story because there's been nothing for so long. But when both guys turn up, they t- they turn up, and it's a good show. They don't they fail to, they don't fail to deliver. So I think it's gonna be a solid match. I think it's gonna be a really good match. I wouldn't be surprised if they added a stipulation in just because they're trying to build the story back up. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, but I'm not standing next to Stevie Wilson when Madonna starts singing because I mean. <laughs> He's have heard me in karaoke. I'm no, I'm no Madonna, but good God, Stevie Wilson. Jesus Christ! <laughs> anyway, um, Stevie can't even do a Belsall accent, right? I know he doesn't like Aberdonians, but he does an Aberdonian accent. But um, as a slag Stephen on his own podcast, uh, James Storm. I am always excited to see him. I loved his run of matches. His world title feud with Bobby Roode in 2011 and 2012. I'm gutted he never signed full-time with WWE, but I'm very glad that he's back here and companies like Wrestle Events are letting you meet him at places like the Record Factory, Ryan. That was mm-hmm. a smashing yes. night, was that no? Ah, they were good, weren't they? That was a good night, that. I'm looking forward to the match because I think there's 
I think they missed a lot at the the hydro. Mm-hmm. When I, I think that match was built or was built up to be like a top match on the night, and I don't think it was. I think they, for one or two reasons, kind of out with um, my pals told me. And that I think the match never went the way that they wanted it to go. So I think this is a chance to kind of put that right again and and kind of sort it and put on a match that we were all hoping for back then. So aye. I was going to say still a draw thanks to Ryan we got to meet James Storm and I've never yeah. seen, felt more intimidated in my life when I was standing <laughs> next to that man try, get, try picking him up in the motor <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah I think it's been too long since we've seen James Storm and I'd be like I would love if it was him fighting Lionheart the square goal as part of this whole world class uh, challenge where you used to get people from all over the world to come and challenge for the title I think that would have been a really good match and I'm glad he's back here and like I know like it's not really been built up but you can not have Grado on the show after his big return a year ago which I was really happy about because I'd never actually got to be in the crowd when Madonna was <laughs> on but like I think this is just the, it's a case of Jeff Jack's not involved now it's a chance for Grado to get some redemption absolutely I'm going to get your predictions really really quickly so Ryan James Storm I want James Storm nothing Grado James Storm. Quacky. Uh, Grado. Scott. Grado. James Storm's an undefeated runner. James Storm. I mean, my heart just says I want, I want to feel good and I want to listen to like a prayer over and over and over again, all the time. So I would like to see if you Grado that would take this and get a wee bit of redemption from the Hydro. Right, guys, we're going to move on to what is going to be the main event of Shug's House Party Night Two. We've got Wolfgang versus Unknown. Vacant. Vacant for the vacant ICW World Heavyweight Championship. Unfortunately, after Lionheart's untimely passing, this now is going ahead due to Mark Dallas discussing it with uh, Lionheart's family and saying that they would want him saying that, yes, continue on the legacy that I've helped create. Now there's not really there's a lot of speculation on who this match is going to like who's going to be in this match, so we can't really discuss, but we can fantasy book. Stevie. Does anyone else not think it's Stevie? Stevie. Stevie the bookie. Who do you think it is, Ellen? I think they're going to maybe try and bring in it. I said I'd like to think be the one of Wild Coffee. 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 I think I think they're going to bring in. An NXT UK guy. Alright, okay. To lose to Wolfie. That's right. what I think will be. Um, the, the only reason I don't want Stevie is because we were talking about it before. Every guy's held that title has never had a rematch for it. Mm-hmm. And I know he lost the title a year ago and he had to leave and we all know why. But why should he be the first one to get a rematch? Why well, Stevie? So technically, Wolfgang is the first person to get a rematch, mm-hmm. even since, I mean... Since he lost it to Trent Seven? Yeah. Was it Trent Seven he lost it to? Yeah. Trent Seven yes. lost it to? Yeah. And God, that was years ago. That was like, what, before the first Gee. championship tournament? Mm. Yeah, because he was going into that as they said. Well, technically, Joe Coffey got Joe a rematch, Coffey then, but, yeah. but it wasn't. He had to get we had the square goal to get the rematch. That is very true, yes. But we've also got the lingering idea that even though Rudo was injured, there's nothing stopping him from cashing in because we don't actually know what kind of injury he's got. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. So, that tongue ain't a bitch, by the way. Stubbed his toe at <laughs> an absolute belter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that snooker table at the asylum, honestly. It, 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 
do some damage. Do you have a snooker table there? Yes, the crowbar building. Hazy was a bitch, isn't that? <laughs> me, me personally, I'm happy to see Vacant finally get a shot in ICW. Yes! He's for years, I believe it. <laughs> you know what? Fancy Brick should be banning Blade from WWE 2K19. <laughs> but, like, I can't see it being anybody else other than Steve Lake. We could, depending on what he's come out in Australia. DCT coming back, but like mm-hmm. it, we already talked about being repetitive from a plat from past. So this part do we have DCT win the title in like two years in a row and like two shugs like depends on what the plans are. Can yeah. I just see a lot of people online going, Drew McIntyre could be a shout? No, 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 no he could <laughs> he, He's on WWE's flagship show feuding with the Undertaker. I know, he's I know not I coming to Scotland for one see, show and going back. See, I know that seems unlikely, but he did do that for like three years, four years after getting released. He would come fight an ICW and then would fight somewhere in the States the next day. Yeah, I know, so, but not when he was in WWE feuding with The Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I know, but I'm just saying no, 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 I know, get, I know. he could get back to the States the next day. Children, I, possible. I, I, <laughs> fantasy booking, I think the biggest name you would get would be Pete Dunne. Okay. Because he's no longer UK champion, so they wouldn't mind having him lose on an ICW show, especially to another WWE UK guy. Stacey's Wildest Dreams, maybe Trent Seven. But, <laughs> no, don't lie. As if your face wouldn't light up when Trent Seven came out. Uh, <laughs> nah, I, 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 Trent Seven talk last year. <laughs> I, I would go Stevie Boy. Stacey, now who do you think? Because million possibilities well maybe not a million but loads of possibilities I really hope it is Stevie Boy because mm-hmm. it'll be good to see him finally back as well um, I know that there is a load a load of people that it could be I know that um, Alan was saying it could be someone from NXT UK or something mm-hmm. but the way I look at it, what's the point in then putting on a match where you know who's definitely going to win it Yeah, you know that way because if someone from NXT comes in and you're saying they're going to lose it to Wolfgang anyway, what what would be the point in that? I'd rather have a main event where anyone could win. See, I think it doesn't matter who gets it, Rofi's winning it. I think it's irrelevant. I don't, I don't think, I don't think, I think he is winning it, because again, he's also an ex-UK guy, so he won't be around as regularly to defend the belt. That's mm-hmm. why I was kind of hoping something like that would come through ICW. Mm-hmm. Like, Joe Hendry would be the perfect time. Mm-hmm. That should be the perfect time for him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're booking. Our truth's gonna come down. <laughs> <laughs> the twenty-four-seven title's yeah. gonna get defended at Shock's his party. Let's say that. It's a European Internet twenty-four-seven and seven-eleven championship. Give it its full name. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's happy to dig my to get your invite to the spit roast. Has he replied yet? And uh, no, he's still trying to get rid of his constipation. Anyway. Can't find his wife. What about Holmesfogel? Apparently, our truth's chasing him a lot. <laughs> <so. laughs> and. Who says Chris is not playing on his own? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, the way Ryan there works, you'll need to bring a travel buddy with you if you want to. Triple H! <laughs> so, if we're going to go down the NXT route, it's going to be either Riddle or Keith Lee. Ooh. I would love Keith Lee. Yes. <laughs> yes. Bask in his glory. Yeah. I think Scott has been there for many years. <laughs> Can I ask a question? Does anyone think maybe Viper or Wonder Woman might come out and challenge? See, I'm thinking Kaylee Ray could, because she was on her warpath mm-hmm. of only fighting the men. I would love Kaylee to try and 
Yeah. Go against Wolfgang for that championship. Yeah, because like we were talking earlier, right? Breaking the gender. Potentially, obviously, Tony Storm Viper could get interrupted by Kaylee Ray. Mm-hmm. So Viper could be pissed and be like, no, screw it, I'm taking the world title. I'll be the men's world title. And I think, obviously, I would be right up for that. Oh yeah, I right love the sound of that. She, she like screw you, Becky. I'm the man. <coughs> she will be the man. <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned Keith Lee because the possibilities here, because they won't reveal who the opponent is, are limitless. Because <laughs> that's the only thing. Like you'll you'll get you're guaranteed a pop no matter who it is. Well, as long as they're good. And they, <laughs> oh, come on. Like that's it's Xander. The only thing is, that, I cheer for Xander. That means you cheer for kids. That means the only, <laughs> the only thing we can't do here is really we can't talk that much about the match. All we can do is really fantasy book here. Absolutely. Now we've we've thrown around a bunch of names, but to everyone listening, I want you to tweet us in, message us on Facebook on our community page, get in touch with us of who you think. And if you agree with anyone on our panel, let us know. If you disagree, let us know as well. Unfortunately, they'll probably fight back, but... We'll be inundated with people messaging in saying they agree with me on my archery theory. You watch. But yeah, no, I, I do. I'm really encouraging the listeners to get involved and just speculate who, because this is... There's not much we can talk about except the fact that either it could be anybody in the world. Don't know who it could be. I mean, Pac has been thrown around as well. Oh... Um, so you mean anyone in the world? <laughs> Please don't let Shaman Man come to Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Here comes the money. <laughs> but yes, so... Oh, Louis Capaldi comes down with a big deal. Are you talking about that? Oh, here comes the money. Gene money. Yes! 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 <laughs> the Undertaker! The Undertaker! The Undertaker! Yes! Yes! Now you're talking. So oh. yeah, we've got endless possibilities, so let us know who you would like to see face Wolfgang at Shug's House Party Night 2 and also let us know if you think Rudo's just playing and he's going to cash in his square goal briefcase. Ooh, that Rudo, what is he like? The big tease. Now you've heard from all our panel but I want to thank them before we head off so Scott, thank you very much. Thank you. Ross. Thank you. I want to say a big thank you to Alan. Cheers, thank you. And to Ryan. Thank you. (laughs) To Stacey. Thank you. And to Quacky. Thank you. Next week. Thank you, Sarah. You're welcome. (laughs) Next week, Scott McLeod is in the hosting chair and he is talking with his panel the career of Chris Jericho. So, Scott, what have you got planned for next week? I'm planning to give the listeners what they've truly wanted for so long now. We're going to give. You're leaving the show. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's almost as bad as me coming out calling him an unnecessary sequel. (laughs) We're going to give. We're going to give them the gift of Jericho. But yeah, so that is the show for next week. We're they're talking about the career of Chris Jericho, seeing as it's coming up for his anniversary of his debut. And I hope everyone that you get involved and that you're coming out to Shucks House Party and we're all gonna have a great time. Say hi if you see us there, and we'll see you later. Listen, cunts, I don't care what the fuck you think you're doing, whatever you think is more important with your life, you honking bag of d- tips you know what you should be doing you should be going online you should be subscribing you should be listening to the back catalog of eat sleep suplex retweet whatever the fuck you're doing that's what you should be doing i don't care if it's your mum's birthday i don't care if she's feeling contractions get on it right now